0: He's former Blue Superstar defenseman Jamie Rivers. That's Alex <laughs> Ferrario. I'm Brandon Kylie. Let's go out to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. Happy to be joined by Mike Rupp. He's a former NHL forward, a Stanley Cup champion. He is now an analyst for NHL Network. Joining us here on 101 ESPN. Rupper. how you doing today, man?
1: I'm doing well, fellas. You guys hanging in there?
0: Uh, We're making it through, and we would be doing better if the captain was re-signed at this point, Alex Petrangelo, but we're going to have to figure this thing out as we go. The big news yesterday for the Blues Rupper was that they are trading Jake Allen up to Montreal. What did you make of the move coming so early in the offseason for the Blues, and what was your initial reaction to the news?
1: I actually think it's... uh... You know, it's you always. A lot of times you hear, oh, this is a good move on both sides." I, I mean, I, I really do feel that it is. Uh, you, you have a situation, and I think time, time is kind of of the essence there, just for that that reason you mentioned. Getting that captain signed, getting Petro uh, inked, and you got to find some money in the process here. And um, so that's a move I think that can at least you can at least start having those conversations um, because the money wasn't really there to have them uh, prior. So you got to start freeing up some space. And then from the Montreal standpoint, you know, we, there's a lot of uncertainty not knowing what next year is going to bring as far as schedule. But what we do know is um, you need goalies on roster and goalies that can, uh, and you can stay afloat with on a nightly basis and, and get wins. I think we're seeing that. That's been one of the biggest takeaways for me in these playoffs. Montreal hasn't had that. So I think uh, having Jake Allen go up there, I mean, that's $15 million in uh, – in, in goalies on roster, uh, which is, is tough, but it's for, I think Jake has what one more year left. So uh, I, I can't imagine him being in Montreal after that, but it's a great opportunity for him to go in there, get some more playing time for a year and then, uh, and then move on. And, and, uh, you know, kind of, he's done a great job getting his career back on track. So I think it's a win-win for both sides.
2: Hi, right, Rupper. I want to dive back into Petro here just a little bit because it's, it is a unique situation to where, You've got your number one defenseman who's coming off a career high in goals, a fantastic year, even though the pause was there and it was a unique season leading up to that. He still was fantastic. And Oh yeah, by the way, he lifted the Stanley cup last year as a Stanley first captain in blues history to do it. And now there's the chance that he might hit the open market. How unique is that, that you have a player of that ilk that is right there now on the line to where we're not sure where he's going to end up. And, You know, what are, what are realistically his opportunities out there given the current state of, well, the economics of the NHL and with this pandemic?
1: Yeah, no, those are great points. I mean, uh, in in a, I I think those, the the climate, uh, the climate out there that this, the state of where the teams are financially with a flat tax for next year, possibly next couple of seasons, it's. It, it, this is probably what the Blues need to have. That. If it wasn't for those issues, uh, I think he's gone. And, you know, ribs. You know, from playing. I mean, there's times even as much smaller scale, even as me as a role player. When I got to July 1st, if I ever got to the open market, I mean, you're probably gone. You know, and once you start hearing those other things, you want to stay where you're at. And, and Petra, I believe really wants to be in St. Louis. But um, as soon as you start hearing other teams and what they have to offer and and feeling that, uh, you know, get feeling that kind of uh, desire from other teams to get you inked, it's usually enough to get you out of there. And I think, so the thing that's working for them is I think a lot of teams have kind of been taken out of the equation because of the financial circumstances with COVID and um, where, where things are at moving forward. So, uh, but at the end of the day, that's the that's the biggest free agent out there. I mean, you could talk Taylor Hall all you want. I think a lot about him, former mVP of the league. Uh, Petro has more interest than Taylor Hall. Uh, he's a right hand defenseman that can do everything, and he's won, and he's he's uh, they, it's gonna be very, very interesting what happens here. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it's. Uh, I can't imagine him in another jersey. I'm sure all you guys have thought the same thing, but uh, for me, it's it's you know you can't you can't fix that now. But I I just feel like they never should have been in this situation. That been, should have been something taken care of a long time ago.
2: Yeah, Roper, I agree. I had brought up uh, earlier in the week that this probably should have got finalized last summer. You know, get let's get into the last year of the contract, knowing the landscape with our captain. Uh, but you brought up an interesting point, and I hadn't really thought about that either. Is when July first does come rolling around, which this year it's not July first. We don't really—I don't remember when the heck free agency is going to be. Sometime in October, I know that. But as the player, you start to get discouraged a little bit with the—we'll call it the ex-wife, which is the the team that has your rights—and then you start to get excited by all the teams that are courting you, and it does become a there's a shift in momentum with your negotiations. And do you think a guy like Alex Petrangelo, you know, as he gets closer to that and he realizes how many teams out there are going to love having him or that are courting him at that time, do you think the closer it gets to the free agent deadline, the harder it's going to be for the blues to sign him?
1: Yeah, I do. I do. Um, you start to get a little more clarity on, on what teams could potentially be interested. Um, and then one it's almost like you i don't know i've always viewed it just from talking to teammates it's almost it's almost like you view it as this it's this journey right <laughs> and, and you sit there and you're like man i'm right at the end here you know all i got to do is cross this bridge and i it can be really interesting what's on the other side i mean i came all this way i've been i've been i've been hiking through these mountains for the last year all i got to do is go another 4 days I got to go see it. You know, I can always come back here, but chances are, and we know that a lot of times that doesn't happen. So, you know, then you also have in those same standpoints when free agency opens up, yes, if he makes it to free agency, obviously Petro can always re-sign in St. Louis. But the problem here for, for fans to realize is in those situations, you've got a team now that has to start thinking of life after Alex Petrangelo. So you know, while he's contemplating what he wants to do with, I'm sure there's going to be ten plus teams that are talking to him. They've got to be sitting there thinking, well, how do we fill that void? And if they fill a fill a void, even with a much smaller piece, now it's too late. You don't have the money for him. So it's going to be really something to, to kind of monitor here. But yeah, no, it's uh, it, it's tough because you know, even from my personal standpoint, again, from a very a much smaller. Situation: I was in Pittsburgh and wanted to resign in Pittsburgh more than anything. And at the time it was Ray share was the GM and they kind of had a, you know, we only sign, uh, we only sign uh, guys to two year deals or less that are not kind of the, the big guys on the team. And I wanted a third year. I knew I can get it on the open market. So that was kind of the, the breaking point. And, and the closer I got to free agency, um, eventually, got to the point where he said he would give me the third. And then at that point, I'm like, I'm tomorrow. I get to see what everybody else says. So, no, I can't do that. And then once I heard, I had to leave
0: former NHL forward, Stanley Cup champion, Mike Rupp, joining us here on 101 ESPN. He's now current analyst for NHL Network. Rupp, we heard from Doug Armstrong last week, and I've asked all of our guests this because I think it's probably the question for the Blues right now, but he said that the Blues are in the middle of a five-year Stanley Cup championship run. This is their window right now, and they're in the middle of that. If they are not able to retain Alex Petrangelo, if they cannot bring him back does that window end? Does it does it shut for them? In your opinion, um, it it
1: it would be hurt significantly. Yeah, I, I think there's question marks with this team right now, and, and that's the biggest one. I love the team. I love how they play. Um, I consider them a contender. I consider you know what they were prior pause to be the real St. Louis Blues this year, and they 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 were good they were nice all year long and, and playoff hockey should be perfectly designed for a team like that. I think after this pause, the St. Louis blues are one of those teams that you just got to chalk up to, Hey, this is unfortunate times. They just couldn't find their footing after the pause. But, uh, I don't think you pay too much attention to that, but the big questions are, can Jordan Bennington get back to what, you know, he, he is. I think he can. I mean, we saw it for a, a good stretch this year. He's an all-star this past season. Um, you know and also what's Vlad Tarasenko going to look like and you know those are the other two i would even say those are the minor stories besides um besides Petro so there's a lot of question marks but as far as what they have the guys they have the experience they have the leadership group that they have and and uh yeah i think this team is certainly right in that mix to to win for a few years it, it it's if they lose Petro they've got some uh, they got to be creative. I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. I'm going to pay attention and and see what uh, Doug Armstrong has up his sleeves, but uh, they, they've they got the core pieces in place, but there's some question marks out there.
0: Well, we're certainly all going to be interested in watching closely as Doug Armstrong t- tries to navigate this offseason. He's Mike Rupp. He's a former NHL forward, Stanley Cup champion, now an analyst for NHL Network. Rupp,er we always appreciate the time, man. Thanks so much for hopping on with us today. We look forward to talking with you again soon. Anytime, fellas. Thanks. You got it. That's Mike Rupp joining us here on 101 ESPN.